0: Hey guys and welcome to a lore video. Today we're going to be talking about something that I didn't really fully understand how vast the dark side powers were until I played Jedi Knight when I was a kid. And I remember playing particularly Jedi Knight 2 Jedi Outcast and really seeing the different dark side powers that were available to the Sith and mainly your character. This was kind of the first time I got to see it in action in a video game and not just reading about it. So I'd like to talk about all that in today's video. So these are the secrets of the Darksiders, the forbidden force powers that only Sith dared to use. Now let me start by explaining that the Force is just an energy field that we know of. But this energy field can be harnessed by both Jedi and Sith, but in very different manners. While the Jedi focus on peace, harmony, and defensive techniques, the Sith tap into the raw, aggressive, and corruptive nature of the dark side of the Force. Over the centuries, they have cultivated and developed several unique and sometimes very forbidden force powers. So we're going to go over them today. There's a lot, so sit back, relax, chill, and enjoy this video. And leave a like on it if you enjoy this kind of content. Number one right off the bat, obviously, we got Force Lightning. It's probably the most iconic dark side power. We've seen Dooku use it. We've seen Palpatine use it. And it's primarily associated with Sidious. It's a direct manifestation of pure hatred and can be used to torture, maim, and kill adversaries. Now, Darth Plagueis first turned taught this power to Palpatine in the Darth Plagueis novel. And he said in order to be able to shoot real Sith lightning, not the kind the Jedi have talked about before, which is force judgment that Plo Koon uses, which is not real force Sith lightning, you have to first be hit by it yourself, which is pretty wild. It's like you actually have to endure the pain of it from a Sith in order to be able to shoot it back yourself. Now, some of you might be saying, well, how did Yoda do this? Well, that was actually called Tutaminis. So that's where you're able to like hold force power such as lightning and deflect it back or hold lightsabers with your hand for a limited amount of time. Now, Palpatine could ramp up his Force Lightning. I remember in a comic that I covered, one of my favorite ones, Darth Vader and the Ghost Prison. At the end, Palpatine gets out of this sickness that he had. I made a whole series on it. Go ahead and check it out on the channel. I know you guys will love it, just as I enjoyed making it. Or rather, covering the comic that was made from Dark Horse. And Palpatine uses his Sith Lightning to literally incinerate his foe, turning them into char. The second one we got, of course, is Force Choke. Another widely recognized power, most notably used by Vader. It constricts the airways of its victims, showcasing both the user's power and their willingness to dominate others. Number three is Force Drain. This sinister ability allows the Sith to siphon the life force from other beings, replenishing their own strength. Now, Darth Nihilus, a Sith Lord from the Knights of the Old Republic Era, was particularly notorious for using this technique on a planetary scale. So he would be outside of a planet on his ship, and he'd be able to literally absorb the planet's energy, leaving it barren and dry without any life on it. Number four, Sith Alchemy. Now this, especially of course after the Ahsoka show, I think is a place that they really need to start tapping into. Because we first saw a little glimpse of this in Rebels when... Palpatine was trying to get into the world between worlds with that Sith magic. If I correct myself here, we actually even saw this in The Clone Wars, where he and Dooku were practicing some Sith magic themselves. This, of course, is different than Nightsister magic. And I want to know what the difference is. I'm really curious in the magical realm of Star Wars. Now, this is more of a craft than a singular power like the Force. Sith alchemy involves manipulating the Force to warp, enhance, or create life. This includes creating abominations, like Sith spawn, or imbuing objects with the dark side, as seen with Sith holocrons. Number 5. Mind Domination. Sith often employ mind tricks far more invasive than the Jedi's gentle persuasions. These are not the droids are looking for. They can dominate the will of weaker minds, forcing them to obey their every command. Number 6. Essence Transfer. Now this of course we've seen in Legends. But we also pretty much saw this in the sequel trilogy in Rise of Skywalker, with Palpatine. A rare and complex technique that allows a Sith to transfer their consciousness into another body or even an object. Darth Sidious purportedly used a variation of this technique after his fall in Return of the Jedi. Although I wish they would have gone into more detail about it. And then in Dark Empire, when Luke actually turns to the dark side, which we're going to talk about in a little bit here. Palpatine has a million different clones of himself where he transfers his essence into as the other body dies. So he's kind of just like a mortal like that. Number seven, Dark Side Rituals. Throughout Star Wars lore, especially in the expanded universe and legends, there are references to various Dark Side Rituals. These ceremonies often amplify the Dark Side's power or achieve specific outcomes such as resurrecting the dead. Number eight, Force, Fear and Insanity. Sith can amplify and project their own fears and malice onto others, making adversaries feel an overwhelming sense of dread, or even driving them to madness. Number 9, Force Rage. You guys might remember this one from the games. This is also known as Dark Fury, and this is essentially the Sith version of a tantrum, but a thousand times deadlier, of course. So the user would tap into their raw anger, granting them increased strength and resistance. And we see this, of course, in Battlefront Two with one of Vader's abilities. Think of Anakin in episode two on Tatooine after the Tusken Raiders kidnap his mother. It's a very slippery slope from there, full-on sith territory but essentially they just become pretty unstoppable now personally i don't really think anakin was using this when he was fighting obi-wan i think he was just far too well i think he was just conflicted to be honest i don't think he was had his full heart into it like he did you know against the separatists or even against the jedi in the temple number 10 is force crush while the jedi might use the force to push or pull the sith go a step further of course they can telekinetically crush objects or more terrifyingly, organs within someone's body. It's like force choke, but maxed out. So we did see Mace Windu use this in the Clone Wars 2D animation, which is how Grievous got his crushed lungs and is always coughing. We also saw this, of course, in The Mandalorian Season 2, when Luke crushed a dark trooper that's why, for me, it was just such a huge moment because it's like, holy crap, we're going to be getting Luke from Legends where he's using a wider aspect of the Force. And of course, we also see Gallen Merrick use this in The Force Unleashed. Number 11, Dark Side Web. Now, this one's pretty cool. This is a complex Sith ritual that enables the user to ensnare a location or a being in Dark Side energy, rendering victims trapped or places imbued with malevolent energy. Ancient Sith Lords used this to trap their tombs, ensuring would-be tomb raiders met a very horrible demise. Number 12, Memory Walk. This one's pretty neat as well. It's like psychological warfare, essentially. This power lets the Sith user make their victims relive their worst nightmares over and over again, until the target's will is entirely broken. And I mean, they're like full-on VR reliving it as if it's happening over and over again and their emotions are just rampant. Imagine this happening to Vader. I mean, honestly, he didn't even need to have Memory Walk used on him. He was just doing it to himself the whole time with Padme and his life. In fact, I almost feel like maybe this is what was happening when he was Anakin, too. Number 13, Force Phantom. This was first showcased by the Sith Lord Darth Vectivus. This skill allows the creation of illusions that can physically interact with the world. It's like the dark side's twisted version of a hologram, or rather, the I think it was the red stone that Thanos had, the reality stone. Number 14, Meku Diru. This rare and complex power allows users to control machines and technology with the Force. The Sith used it to create or corrupt the droids and technology, turning them against anyone they wanted into lethal weapons. Now, with that being the end of the list, I mean, there's a there's a ton of different dark side force powers and we can literally go into all of them in another video if you want. But these were kind of like the bulk of the very dangerous ones. You know, we got, you know, force storm and all that other stuff, too. But these ones were pretty rare and unique. You don't really see too many people talking about them. Now, I have to also add that while the Sith did popularize these techniques, some have been used by Jedi or other force sensitives, for example, notably Mace Windu and Luke Skywalker, at least in Legends. So Mace practice a form called Vipod. This was the 7th lightsaber form and was a variant of it. This allowed him to channel his own darkness and his opponents into a loop, enhancing his combat abilities. This brought him dangerously close to the dark side every time he wielded his saber and it was kinda like him dancing on the edge of a cliff, but he was just ...that good that he never actually went over the cliff. And it's kind of cool because it's like Mace, I feel like, had an affinity to the dark side. And so did Anakin. It was just Mace was able to control it much better. While, of course, Anakin was a million times more powerful at his potential. And, of course, Luke, in expanded universe and legends, he dabbled in some dark side powers to better understand them. Especially when he temporarily allied with the resurrected Emperor Palpatine, or rather his clone in Dark Empire. But of course, Luke being Luke, you know, always found a way back to his Jedi origins, back to the light, and destroyed the Emperor once and for all. And that's what I really like about the Force in the Star Wars universe. It's that it's not just so black and white. It is gray. There are, in my opinion, gray Jedi. Many Force users have teetered on this edge, including, of course, Jedi. Plo Koon, for example, even using Force Judgment. That was something that the Jedi Council had a major problem with. It's the choices that they make and their intentions that truly determine their path. As Yoda said, Once you start down the dark path, forever will it dominate your destiny. But there's always hope. There's always a choice. As Dumbledore said, It is not our abilities who make us who we are, But rather our choices so the dark side definitely is an extremely powerful way to use the force and it is corruptive extensive use of its powers can have physical ramifications like you know the yellowing of the eyes and the decay of the flesh seen in palpatine and it can enslave the user to its will kind of like the one ring in lord of the rings making it much harder over time to resist its temptations what the dark side offers is extremely intoxicating and extremely addictive and yet That is kind of the underscoring, fundamental difference between the Sith and the Jedi. Where Jedi see the Force as something to be respected and understood and not bent, the Sith views it as a tool for power and domination no matter the cost. They're thinking inwards, as Anakin said. This exploration of forbidden powers not only provides a deeper understanding of the Sith's capabilities, but also emphasizes the moral quandaries faced by Force users throughout the Star Wars saga. Let me know what your favorite dark side power is, and heck, maybe even your light side power too, or some that I didn't mention that you'd like me to make a part two of. Thank you so much for watching today's video, or for listening on Spotify, and I'll see you all in the next one. Until then, remember, the Force will be with you, always.